My name is Preston Grace, and I'd like to welcome you to the No Walls Podcast. All right, so to kick this episode off, um, on the on January 14th, it was the anniversary of No Walls, the one-year anniversary. Cool, cool, so cool, cool. We have officially been doing this thing for a year, which is absolutely incredible. Um, 365 days, 52 episodes in, yo. I feel like yeah. I came in halfway, but like... <laughs> I mean, you added so much value. Bro. We got better as we went. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We have a Trev's specific birthday. We should. <laughs> Trev's inclusion day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I had a few statistics real quick. So we ended, We'll exchange plants on that day. <laughs> yeah, exchange. Yay, sold. Uh, I had a few statistics. So we uh, we ended with about 2,800 plays. Goodness gracious. That's awesome. Um, our top three most listened to episodes were the self-esteem episode. Great episode. Um, that was with Chelsea Brown and Jared was on that one. Wizards. Um, all about worship. So that was me, Trev, and Kyle. Ayo. Yeah, that was a fun one. And then Lessons from Encanto was the third. Really? One, Lessons was, from Encanto was yeah. our third most listened. Whoa, which that's is crazy. A that's an old one too. Which I mean, I guess kind of makes sense. But. <laughs> and then um, we had seventy-two percent of people were listening on Apple Podcasts. Twenty-one percent were on Spotify. Because Apple's better than Spotify. <laughs> and eight uh, percent was. <laughs> Whatever else people listen to it on, I guess Anchor. Um, and then our ages are uh, two biggest ages were 18 to 22. Young adults. You go, go. Age range, yep. So it's 23%. And then 28 to 34 was 28%. So just kind of some cool statistics. I'm a nerd, so I like stuff like that. Um, so I thought what we could do for this anniversary episode of No Walls is we could go around and talk about our top three favorite episodes. So. If Taylor, you want to start off, you can go with your one of your top favorite episodes. All right, I will list mine in no particular order. Order, order, Where's the harder? <laughs> I am not listing this in a particular order. So the first one I list is by no means my favorite because I'm not. I, I do not have the ability to delineate between these three. Uh, but I'll lead with the one. Uh, kind of wound up i catch i caught it in august and it just set the rhythm for the rest of my year and that was our soundtracks podcast yeah oh, yeah yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure i've ever done anything that had quite the immediate impact the way processing my soundtracks did mm-hmm. i mean there's the idea that like we all have internal thoughts that live on repeat long enough to become part of a personal playlist thus the soundtrack concept yeah <laughs> The whole podcast really was just a, a like a, a, a like a, a a snack of just where my head has been for like the last seven months, mm-hmm. and it's just it was super helpful, super transformative. It's like changed um, a, just a lot for me. Like even the way I set my goals for the year, just my ability to be like self aware, my own self, what I'm thinking through, how I see other people. Um, it really helped me kind of take. It, it made like the concept of like taking every thought captive it felt practical for like the first time and it yeah. really made sense um and it's been huge so like i just i feel like i was really crushing the year um but like basically after i heard john acuff teach on soundtracks like my year yeah i was i was killing it so yeah, yeah. yeah soundtracks was epic it's my favorite podcast not i, I changed my it is my favorite it's my yeah. number one <laughs> soundtracks my number one because uh, it just, it really did. It changed my whole life. It shifted a ton for me, and I got to see God do some just stupid stuff. 
yeah. with that concept before the year was over. I mean, it was ne- it was nuts to me because it was like, <laughs> I mean, well, I got on soundtracks and it felt like, like our whole church bit in too. Like yeah. that was cool oh, to me. Did. It was cool yeah. to be like, all right, I yeah, did like a series and switch. Level, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I did a sermon series in our student ministry switch soundtracks and it felt like from that moment on, it became a regular part of our like conversation it's topic. Daily yeah. con- converse- it's in daily conversations. We talk about like, what's your internal narrative? Like we yeah. talk about mm-hmm. that. Like that comes up in the office daily. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, one of my favorites in no particular order um, was actually lessons from incontinence. Oh, so okay. and it, it's kind of for more <laughs> of a selfish reason, but because uh, like looking back, I'm sure maybe it was one of our best ones. I don't know. Um, it, I remember leaving that podcast feeling like this was something that we were supposed to be doing. Like I remember leaving being like, that felt really good. Like awesome. this actually, this finally feels like a real thing. It doesn't feel like we're faking this and it, it felt cool. really good. So, so that's kind of a nostalgia thing for me, but <laughs> lessons from a concert is one of my favorite ones. That's cool. I wasn't there for that one. No, that, you weren't. It was, it was that's an older neat. one. It was an older one. Um, obviously, one of my favorite ones was my first one. Yeah. Uh, me and Kyle were on just being goobers and uh, got to just share <laughs> a little bit of our hearts and got to get a feel for having these kind of conversations and stuff. And it was uh, it was neat to hit that dynamic. Was funny to just kind of ping pong <laughs> thoughts and try and keep everybody on task and yeah. <laughs> on topic and stuff. That was it was a good time. It was yeah. I think it was like uh, content wise. It was a lot of really heavy. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Like mm. you listen to it for a reason. Yeah. And like there was a lot of really serious topics and stuff. And it was just that like the first break of stepping into that like. Oh wait! Every once in a while, like a goofy, just like some guys yeah. laughing and stuff like that. Some real life moments, like that's fun too. Laugh, Absolutely, laugh loud and often. Yeah. What, is, what did <laughs> I just say? <laughs> say the <laughs> say the core value. Laughed hard. We, La- we laugh hard, loud and often. That's. I was missing the we. And it was throwing me off. I was like, laugh we. <laughs> that, that was a real fun yeah. Episode. I remember, yeah. It was. We had yeah. a good time. It was. It was a good time. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, the next podcast that immediately stood out to me <laughs> was the uh, <coughs> one where we processed, like, uh, I think it was titled Graves and Ditches. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> so it was all about the idea that, like, you can't, you just can't maintain living in an extreme. Yeah. Because eventually, like, if you stay in one ditch too long, it becomes a grave. So the idea that, like... <coughs> who can only see the world to a super narrow perspective. It's only like, it's like the idea, like people like when you're voting, like vote for blue or vote for red, like, yeah. like it's such a lazy way to make decisions. Like right. we're like, you need to ask questions, you need to process, you need to dialogue. If you're going to vote, make it matter. But like on like every level, not just political, like every way you go, it's like inside the church. Like if we only do the one method we do right now forever, eventually what it's going to take to reach that next generation will be something we don't naturally know. And if mm-hmm. we are married to the ditch we're in, well then we will eventually right. turn it into a grave right. and we will watch the rest of the world pass us by while we become dinosaurs and we go extinct. Right. <clears throat> and so I love the idea of that just like, and it's so kind of the heartbeat of our church, the whole idea, like we want to do anything it takes to reach people is like always being willing to have feedback always have new perspective new voices new conversations in your life so that you don't live in ditches that you're always open to new data to new experiences 
And ultimately, you're constantly just adding layers to who you are. More voices is a win. Right? Yeah. More experiences is a win. Different people win. So don't don't get married to a, a ditch because if you do, it'll become a grave. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones also. Or it's not on my <laughs> list, but now that I think about it, that was a totally like, different one. That should have been there. Yeah, it should have <laughs> been there. Um, the other one I have on here is Echo Chambers. So yeah. that one uh, almost made mine. That one was that was one of my favorites. We we really <laughs> dissected like what does it mean to be in an echo chamber? Uh, we were talking specifically about social media. So we talked about how it's really easy to create a place on social media where um, you just block everyone that doesn't agree with you, and so all of your ideas are affirmed all the time. And what ends up happening is you feel like you're moving. You feel like you have traction. You feel like you you are constantly thinking about you know, all the problems, but really you're just not letting it, an outside source in. Right. So you're not, you're not taking in any new data to think about. And right. uh, we talked about that a little bit, and that was, that was one of my favorite ones, not only because of what we talked about. I feel like it was a good conversation. It was one of the first ones that I felt like leaked into uh, the culture of the church. So after we had that conversation, I started hearing, like, conversations like that around the church. And Which I was, I was crazy. like, yeah, it was super yeah. cool. <laughs> it was really cool to see that happen. And, uh, that that was one of my favorite ones for sure. The favorite thing about echo chambers is uh, people who hate hearing the word echo chambers are always people who live in echo chambers, <laughs> right? No, you're like that's so true. I'm, I distinctly remember when that one dropped. I was seeing people like, I'm so done with this word echo chamber. I don't ever want to hear it again. Da da da. I'm like. Because you live in an echo chamber, <laughs> mean? like what is happening? No, for you're real. like manifesting the very reason the podcast is created. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. I just I I, I th- that one was fun for me because I saw both sides of that coin. I yeah. felt like I felt like it was one of the first ones where like I saw us get to create a conversation that not everyone loved. Yes, and that yeah. was fun for me because you know I like conflict. So that's probably why it kind of spread a little bit more too, or like it seemed yeah. like the conversation was happening. It yeah. That, that was a cool one. This church is being too woke. How yeah. dare they talk about echo chambers? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I was like, this is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. Little little dissension. Yeah. Let's go. Fun time. <laughs> um, also, I have graves and ditches on mine. Um, and what I w- – now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that phrase – did that come out of Jared's sermon? No, that came out of us peeing in the bathroom. We walked into the <laughs> – it was the craziest. Wait, we who? Who's we? <coughs> me and Jared. Okay. Like, like I was just following him into the bathroom. He went to go use the bathroom, uh, and like he just passively, oh, like I'm, 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 I'm like I, I think I'm probably ranting because it's more our nature anyways, because I'm just annoyed <laughs> about something. So I'm just kind of venting it because you know, I can yell at him and then he can take it and yell back and I don't have to worry about hurting anyone else's feelings. Mm-hmm. And so I'm prob- probably what happened was I was I was salty about something. <laughs> I was like walking it out and then just talking about like the absurdity and he's like, you know, uh, the thing about like getting in ditches, man, is if you stay there too long, they'll become a grave. And I just yeah. remember like, what? I distinctively remember like putting my hand on top of the nasty urinal like <laughs> What is happening? Like, wash your hands and say that again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, you can't drop that wisdom in the bathroom. Get that guy out of here. Heck? Like, and it stuck. Like, after that, I was like, I was like, immediately, stand. whatever I was doing the rest of the day did not exist. And it was day of podcast. Yeah. Like, it was zero planning. I was like, yeah. oh, no, we're talking about My dad this. said something cool. I'm going to tell you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he came in and he was like, bro, Jared just said something yeah. crazy in the bathroom. We have to do a podcast on it. I wasn't, like, there, I wasn't there for that one either. I'm 0 for 2 right now. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. You're the last one I could mind. not. <laughs> I could not handle it. I was like, we got to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know how, I, 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 my favorite thing on the podcast was it was one of the more – 
um, <clears throat> I think it was one of our first podcasts we did where it wasn't quite so regimented. Like, it yeah. was so raw. Yeah. Like, we were articulating in real time our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, we didn't like pregame it. I it was very too. authentic, very raw, very uncut, very much. Like, we reserved the right to change our mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it was very much that, and I, I enjoyed that. It was like, okay, cool. We're just spitballing here. Yeah. I just heard this four and a half seconds ago. Y'all are getting this fresh. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Love th- that. I think he was, I think we were in the middle of a series over a similar con- concept at the time. But I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> the, the piece that I pulled out of it was the comfort overcalling concept um, of like like you go you can look at that as like the person that wants to do the minimum of like i'm comfortable here leave me alone let me just do my thing it's not hurting me it's not helping me i'm comfortable or whatever and it also could be the other realm of like if i'm not in pain then like i'm not working hard enough kind of a thing and it was like well having your calling like first off having community enough to help you differentiate like like what your calling is or where you need to go and how to walk that out. That's vitally important. We've beat that into the ground, but also like, like being able to actually um, move forward into like having that as a filter of like, Oh, I'm doing this sucks now, but I'm at least moving forward. This is difficult. I've, I've went home ready to throw up a bunch of times in my leadership role, but I'm like, this is like I move, but I'm moving forward. Yeah. I don't like how I feel in this moment. It's not the culture that I want it to be yet. It's not how I want it to look like, sound like, act like, but I'm still pressing forward. And yeah. so through those little moments where I could have chosen, like, this makes me sad. This person uh, makes me mad or sad or upset or whatever like that. Let's cut that off. And yeah. instead of that, like leaning into that and learning how, like, but what can I get out of it? What, like, how does that help? My comfortable would be to like cut and get rid of it. Or like you're talking about like an echo chamber. It would be like, I'm going to delete or block that yeah. thing out of my life. And instead I'm going to lean into it and figure out like, it's like to take further steps in my calling. This is something I'm going to have to lean into instead of to stay comfortable. Yeah. So anyway, I was just like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I lost a rhythm. Is it my turn to go on my yep, third one? Okay. Yes, <laughs> All right. My third one is uh, the podcast People of a Process. Oh, yeah. So I, I love this one. one because this one was <coughs> this one was really hard for me when I first got here because I am very much a um, I, I, I'm very much like the mission is everything, mm-hmm. uh, which is like it's funny how that plays out because like we're even I think we process that in the in the in the, the talk though like the idea that like our mission is people, but because the mission's the most important, I forget people. Mm-hmm. And it's just the whole idea of that like people of a process like no the process has reached people yeah but you're losing people in the process yeah. you're not thinking about people <laughs> so it's like you're it's like the, the two things that exist at the same time so I think we just <clears throat> the idea that we would realize like we have rhythms we have systems we have structures absolutely like it matters but like people matter more so loving the person in front of me caring for the person in front of me having the conversations that matter in front of me are bigger deals than just choosing the easy route of like building everything black and white Mm -hmm. building everything as it has to be this way it has to look that way it has to sound like this has to be like this now at our church and our community we choose people over process which means some things are annoying it's very frustrating sometimes because like we're we care enough to dialogue so where we could just kind of kick someone out or kick something out or do something on the fly 
we really process it because we're, we, we, we have a high concern for the human. We have a mm-hmm. high concern for the person. Right. So ultimately, <laughs> you coming to a church where you genuinely can belong before you believe Absolutely. matters enough for us that even if it would be easier to streamline some things, we won't because we would rather make sure you can actually connect, you can actually mm-hmm. belong, you can actually find people that love you. Um, and so just the idea of that, like I think it's something as a general rule the capital C church historically has not done great at. Yeah. Um, because it, it is, it's difficult, you know, like as a parent, it's super daggum annoying to have to answer the same question a thousand times. Yeah. Why am I doing this? The same reason I told you three days ago, same Mm -hmm. reason I told you four days ago, same reason I told you five days ago. Like, and that reason hasn't changed. But as a parent, like, in my opinion, if you stop giving that answer and you just start saying, because I said, so you're not instilling the heartbeat into the kid you stopped caring about actually developing the kid and you chose your comfort yeah and so i will choose uncomfortability in the name of loving somebody well then i will comfort over missing the opportunity to help set somebody free so as a church we'll always choose people for process freaking love that podcast so good there's like a blanket like like a grace blanket that exist here in our culture that is so freaking amazing we were in we were in a room with a conversation that was going on recently And I listened to a few people talk about like they were willing to help, but only if their conditions were met, like they had an agenda behind their availability to help Mm -hmm. that crossed me up being somebody that was in church because it's like, regardless of like, if it is packaged, how you want it to be packaged or whatever, it's like, you should still have the heart to like, like, this is a human yeah. like this. Like, let's have some empathy that this is a human going through something incredible like either bad incredible or good incredible like but like having that blanket of grace here is such a unique concept that i've been exposed to in ministry um to like value the human experience value the person and then like like take them for what they are we're watching a series called the chosen and it's like he he requires jesus's character says that like for people that follow him, he requires a lot for, but mm-hmm. for people or expects a lot, but the people that he doesn't like, he doesn't expect a lot from there's very, very, it's minimal. Yeah. And anyway, that, that philosophy of like, let's not pretend, let's not try to have this person be a theolo- theologian off the streets when they're trying to figure out like they're in fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm so like that happened like real time, that kind of conversation like to like today and even I've, I've been kind of like on fire a little bit over that conversation all day. So, yeah. so yeah, I love, I loved that podcast too. Yeah. Top five for sure. That, that was the one, uh, it's about you and Nicole trying to get onto the cruise ship, right? Oh, that, that was what, the what, it was catalyst. Yeah. yeah. It w- yeah. Or, yeah. That was a, <laughs> y'all go back and listen to that. Cause that's a whole trip. Yeah. Of a story. Cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not lying. That was a great podcast. That yeah. Was, I forgot. That's that such a good, a good podcast. So good. Uh, my last one that I have is uh, a podcast we did fairly recently called I'm Sorry. And, uh, Trev, you were there for this one. Yeah. So, Whoa, woo! Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we talked about, oh my like, as Capital C Church, like, as um, as the global church, like, like do we need to take responsibility for church hurt, like, over the, yeah. over the years? And uh, one of the things we talked about was that, like, maybe we're not responsible for the wounds, but we're responsible for the dressing of the wounds. Right. Mm. And we kind of broke down that a little bit, talked about, like, maybe some practical ways we can move in that direction. Yeah. And um, it was a really cool podcast. It got uh, a lot of listens, com- like, compared to other yeah. ones. And, like, I think that's just for the reason. It was just something people were wanting to hear, like, from a church. And 
uh, I had a really good time on that podcast. That's and awesome. It was, it was a cool time. That was such ones. a good one. It was. My last one is the the cornbread and crackers. Yeah, that one almost made my list. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was so fun and creative, yeah. and like the art side, the artsy side of me or whatever that was like that feels so original. Like like what the crap does mm-hmm. that mean? And it was like and then the like it was unique and fun and laughing and stuff like that. But also it was stupid heavy. Yeah. It's like the whole concept of like you everybody has a seat at the table kind of thing. Like we're we're building an environment to where. Like we, you can belong before you believe that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not a psychopath for your, like your viewpoint. Like I, I was the dude yeah. that wanted Fritos. Taylor's like, you pick cornbread or crackers. <laughs> and I was like, I actually like Fritos. <laughs> He's like, that wasn't an option though. <laughs> like pick A or B. Yeah. And so anyway, I loved that. The, the originality of it, the conversations that were held outside of the podcast. Like that was another one. I think we had some, I don't know what time of the year that one was off the top of my head, but I remember being at like a, some kind of a get together with all the pastors and some church people and stuff. And it was like, what the heck does that mean? Like, that was yeah. a fun time. And yeah. I think Taylor did, like, a Facebook post about, like, that's where the conversation started yeah, from. Did. And anyway, that was that was so much fun. I loved yeah. that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Man, I miss polls. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you used to be able to put polls on Facebook. Now you can only you have to go back and too. count. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I had, like, a, a two-month stretch where People I just battling over kept ketchup putting, and oh, my <laughs> gosh. I don't know. Maybe I just like chaos. I you love do. Paul. You I really do love do. chaos. I love it, man. I I'm feel sure we like have a podcast where we've un- 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 we done that. People <laughs> are most more. honest when they're most in their feels. Right. Like you know, it's not filtered. So it's not as kind as that person is. I just, ugh, I love it. I love it. Well, uh, that that's our our top three. Um, Taylor, you want to run us through your top three one more time, just so we have like the yeah comprehensive. <clears throat> All right. So my top three are graves and ditches. Definitely go check that one out. Mm-hmm. Soundtracks, personal favorite, and then people over process. Yep. And uh, mine were Lessons from Encanto, Echo Chambers, and I'm Sorry. I would definitely recommend checking out I'm Sorry if you've not heard that one. Or check, check them all out, but, you know, that one specifically yeah. is really, <laughs> really one of my favorites. I also loved Graves and Ditches. Um, and then All About Worship was my first one that definitely had to make the list. Mm-hmm. And cornbread and crackers. If you're looking for a good time and leaving with, like, some good nuggets of information and, and like, just becoming a better person, go listen to cornbread and crackers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've got a challenge for the listeners. Mm. So last week's episode was really about goals. They were setting goals for the year. Yep. This week we're kind of reminiscing on, like, how awesome the last year has been. Now's your turn. Yeah. So go set some goals. You know what I'm saying? Have some dreams. But specifically – uh, this year, I know that we want to try to get more engagement, right? So we've yeah. got a lot of people listening, but I want to hear more from you, yeah. right? So community is a big, de- a big thing for us at The Brick. Like, we care about it a lot. We want to right. foster as much as we can. So I think this year we're going to try to get creative in ways that we can hear more from you, get more mm-hmm. feedback from you. So as always, like, we really have a deep desire to get to hear your story. We want to hear your heart. I mean, we like having a fun time. We would probably do this if nobody was listening. But you are listening. And since you're here, we want to get your input, too. You know, we want to hear from you. We want to get you to be a part of the story. So if you have ideas, thoughts, questions, things you want to hear about, if you want to hop on a podcast, you know what I'm saying? All the Mm -hmm. things are on the table. Best way you can do that is email us at nowalls at thebrick.church. Or you can text us or give us a phone call at 918-212-4662. Or you can hop on our Facebook page, thebrick.church, uh, and send us a message that way. you got lots of options, but ultimately we really just want to hear from you because uh, 
uh, you are who the people we do. Well, yeah, you're a large part of why we do this. I think we. Yeah. It's both and. We love you and we love us. So yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, let's let's that. make yeah. this family bigger. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also drop your top three favorite episodes. Oh, it's a great idea. So whichever way you want to get that to us, get that to <laughs> us. Uh, out of those three ways. And thank you guys so much for listening th- for the past year. Yeah. Uh, Trev and Taylor, thank you guys for doing this with me. Absolutely. Love this you, sir. a great time. Love you guys a ton. Can't wait to see what this year holds for us. Ooh.